Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms, full of vibrancy and entirely unapologetic. I'm Kate Taylor, Life Design and Empowerment Coach, and I'm on a mission to help you live a big, bold and beautiful life through my blended melting pot of goodness I call Practical Magic. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's Practical Magic Podcast. Today on the show, I have the absolute pleasure of speaking with Jessica Huey, MBE. Now, if you've listened to the Practical Magic podcast for a while, Jessica came on to the show sometime back in last year to talk about Purpose, which was the book that she wrote for Hay, or published by Hay House last year. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about transformational visibility. But if you haven't heard of Jessica Huey, MBE, before, here's a little introduction to her. She enjoyed a glittering career as a publicist and has worked with some of the world's biggest stars including Samuel L. Jackson and Duchess of Sussex Meghan Markle. Twelve years ago she launched an award-winning greeting card brand which broke ground as the first independent to secure high street presence for multicultural cards. As I say she is the author of Purpose which was published by Hay House and in 2014 she was honoured with an MBE for entrepreneurship. Jessica is the most beautiful soul. She's very humble. She's got so much wisdom to share. She's very connected into her mission and her mission is to help other people shine their light. So on the show today, we are talking about transformational visibility and how it does align to purpose and what you are here to do with the world and how you use your voice to share your message because we need you. So we're going to be covering lots of different things such as self-sabotage, why we hold ourselves back. We're talking about how you connect into communities, why that's so important, and how you can get more comfortable with sharing your voice, whether that's on a stage or just speaking with somebody next to you and sharing your story. I know you're going to love this interview as much as I loved sharing it with you. So enjoy. So welcome back to the Practical Magic Podcast, one of my favourite people in the world. It's Jessica Huey, MBE. Thank you for coming on to the show, Jessica. And it's a delight to have you back the last time we were talking about purpose. Today, we're talking about transformational visibility. I wondered if you could quickly reintroduce yourself to the Practical Magic listeners and share a little about what you do and why you do what you do. Oh, thank you for having me back, Kate. Um, who am I? I am um, I am the author of a book called Purpose. Um, currently working on my second one, and I run the Transformational Visibility Academy, and which is basically um, it's my latest baby, if you like, and something that I launched at the start of this year. Um, and it was born out of, you know, my background is, as you know, Kate, you know, many, many years working in the media as a publicist and in public relations and then having written purpose and, um, that really having changed my life, um, and, and the direction, um, of everything that I was doing, the Transformational Visibility Academy is really help about helping women who have reconnected with their purpose um and are living from that place you know they're ambitious and there's something that they want to create in the world or amplify um and the academy is all about doing that but it's a very inside out approach so it's very different to anything that i've kind of done in the pr space historically um and i'm loving it 
And it is gorgeous. I'm in the Facebook group and I absolutely love it because it, it, there is a real sense of community and sisterhood and just helping people on this journey because it is really difficult. And when we talk about visibility, I was sharing with you before we got onto the show that, and I'm sure you hear this all the time, Jessica, that my clients and people that I work with and groups that I'm in or groups that I contribute to, becoming visible is one of the biggest challenges, particularly when we're in a world and in, and regardless of whether, however you identify, but particularly this does come across for women, is the don't be too much don't be a show off. Nobody likes a show off. And then people really struggle with sharing their voice because these narratives come in, don't they? Of, well, who's going to listen to me? What have I got to say? That person over there is doing it so much better than me. All of this stuff, it's so ingrained, isn't it? So what do you, what does transformational visibility mean for you in the work that you do and how you bring that into the world, Jessica? It's so multi-layered. I mean, on a very basic, simplistic level. Um, uh, let me backtrack a little bit. I, I, I think it's perhaps useful to, to share that initially, you know, having written Purpose and, and the space that that book um, was birthed from, which was one of, you know, complete um, awakening, <laughs> awakening, you know? Um, yeah, suddenly redefining my own ideas about what success meant and having, you know, worked my, my little butt off for decades, you know, in pursuit of this validation and reaching this point where I'd feel like enough, you know, driven by goals and accomplishments and all of that stuff. And then to find that actually um, it, it's not there, you know, what I was looking for wasn't there. And so many of us experienced that and then pivoting and, and starting to to really live driven by a desire to contribute and to be of service and to, to live a life, which, you know, was, was really just, just, you know, left, left me feeling, feeling alive. And as if I was being a, the sort of truest version of, of who I really am rather than living through shoulds. Um, so that, at that point, I kind of felt like I, needed to distance myself from all of the PR and you know my career it felt like well that's the old Jessica and I've reached this this really beautiful space of kind of amalgamation where I recognize that everything I've ever done holds so much value and I'm able to channel those tools and that experience which is so deep you know having worked with incredible people throughout my career um you know some of the, the best known people in the world um, and thousands of small business owners, I'm able to take all of that learning and channel it into people who have awoken, if you like, and have recognized that actually we are here to be of service and we are connected and where we really start to thrive and live in our flow and, and run businesses in that space of flow is when we are visible. And by visible, I mean really honoring who we are what we have to say, our voice, our message, um, and our life experience, because truly what we really have to share is, is our, 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 our journey is our message. Um, and it's, you know, the, how we, we channel that into what it is that we're doing that, that varies. Um, it's probably quite a long winded answer. <laughs> no, it's absolutely beautiful because, you know, it, I don't suppose you're even aware. And this is the lovely thing about 
being in showing up with almost like a divine guidance of connecting into ourselves and being in alignment is that of course purpose had to come first Mm -hmm. it had to come first because that's where so many of us when we're doing this work we get to a point don't we where we're like no no this is not about what life looks like on the outside I have to be Mm. driven by what I'm here to do and how I'm here to show up and that is purpose and you write so beautifully about that in your book and I so get that because you know we've both been on a journey through grief or finding ourselves and who and and how we're here to show up and we all I think most of us do get to a point in our lives where we're like hang on a minute there's got to be more than this so it has to start with purpose it has to start from that place of digging in deep to find out who we are what our values are what we're here to make a difference to and all of those things and then not even once you're there because I think that's an always uncovering process isn't it you know the purpose is like the start of the journey and then it's like well how do I share so in terms of visibility you know you you have an incredible gift to be able to help people to the tools and the mechanics and, and a way of connecting in which is so much bigger than than just and I'm using inverted finger waves PR in its traditional sense you know it's like whatever channel is going to work with you and in order to connect you to your message that could be speaking at your local church group it could be speaking on television you know there's no boundary or limitation or anything too small where you can connect your voice to what you're here to do is there no I mean some of the smallest things are the most beautiful and and I think about when I was you know, doing my little book, I call it a book tour, but it was really just, just speaking all over the gaff everywhere from kind of, you know, Google to little local independent businesses in Brixton that were doing natural beauty products with two staff and a, you know, a room crammed full of 25 women. Some of those were the most nourishing, you know, nourishing experiences for me. And it's just about, so what it looks like is kind of irrelevant. And that's where, you know, we get so scared often, first of all, just to be who you are, you know, in a world where we are conditioned to conform and adapt and aim for, um, you know, these ideals, um, takes courage in its own right. So just to kind of take ownership and embody who we really are and then start to find our voice and use it, um, you know, and let go of those parts of us that aren't us. It takes so much courage. And then to, so from that space, you know, people need support. This has been my experience. You know, they need support in, in um, being bold enough to, first of all, take ownership and recognize that, you know, to not share their gift would be a disservice, not just to themselves, but to the whole, um, to really make that shift, you know, that, that they aren't too much, that they aren't a, you know, spamming, that they aren't being a pest, you know, that, that actually people want and need what they have to share. You know, when we come from this place of purpose, um, we're, we're part of the medicine. And that's, I think, just that kind of really, you know, sort of locking in and digesting that, that, um, that truth um, can be really powerful. And then when people drop into that space of, okay, I'm here to be of service, this is my calling, then it's like, okay, well, here are some practical tools that will help you to, um, to amplify that, that message. Um, yeah. yeah. 
and I and I love what you're saying there. Like at the beginning, when you were talking about your book tour, and it could be, you know, it can be rooms of thousands, or it could be one to ones. And I I always like when I started speaking, my my first speaking gig. This is hilarious. Was um, it was on stage at Bloomberg. And I had a mic and I was at Bloomberg and I was just like, what is going on? I know I manifested, but this is crazy. And I had to do a lot of work to get okay with being on the stage. But it was almost like my energy went, well, you wanted it, babe. So here you are. (laughs) But I, you know, I always say when people, because obviously as a business coach myself, I'm helping people to get to that connection and alignment and then helping to get them to a place where they can share their message. Mm. And I would say like, it does not matter how many people in the room, if it's a thousand or it's one, or you're doing it on social media and there's somebody who's just scrolling and they just needed to hear what you had to say today. Like mm. take, take the limitations of yourself. It's not about the number. It's not about anything else. It's connecting from heart to heart and soul to soul, isn't it? Yeah, completely. And it's, it's, in, it's inside out. It's coming from that space and remaining connected to that. Um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting because it's like the, we don't see ourselves. And what's been really interesting for me just in the last few days is to um, recognize how much we, we kind of, it's a strong word, but we sabotage ourselves, don't we? And you know, this playing small or this failure to recognize that what we have already right here in this moment without that qualification or without that, you know, partner, glossy partnership or, you know, blue tick on Insta, whatever it is right here today, we know stuff and we've experienced stuff that is of value to other people. And, you know, it's just really interesting to, to notice I'll give you an example. I, I introduced somebody very recently to um, who's had real success on Etsy. She sold loads and loads of products. And there was another person in my masterclass who needs help in that space to, in order to sell on Etsy. So I made the intro. And my pal, who has all of this experience and knowledge, because she doesn't have a I'm an Etsy expert web page or any of the Fandango stuff, didn't respond. She sat there. There's somebody waiting and willing to give her money. And yet she didn't respond because there's a part of her that says what she already knows and has to share just isn't enough. And I see that over and over again, where we just, we see what's possible and we just panic and we kind of dim our own light and don't show up. And it's, it's amazing just to kind of, and I'm no, you know, I'm not exempt from it. So um, it's fascinating. Oh, we're, yeah. And I think that goes, you know, at, at whatever, whatever level you are. And, and it's so, yeah, the, there's the imposter comes in, the comparisonitis comes in, comparisonitis <laughs> comes in, doesn't it? Who am I to share my knowledge? It's like, you've been doing this for so long and it's, there's so much wisdom there. Why do we self-sabotage so much? It's deep seated, isn't it? And I think, once we start to get aware, then we can put um, put things in place in order to start to confront those behaviours. So it, it starts with the awareness, but I think it's deep. Yeah, and I think, well, I know a lot of people 
come to me in the first instance and the first thing they say is I'm scared of what people are going to think of me when I start sharing this message when I start you know talking about this stuff there's so much fear in terms of judgment isn't there what what do you help people with from that point of view in terms of transformational visibility? Because we started, you know, we're getting to the point where we're getting aligned. We know what our message is. Now I've actually got to go and do it. One, you know, there's, there's the fear of speaking on stages and all that kind of thing. We'll talk about that in a minute, but that fear of judgment is huge. So how would you help somebody with that when they come to you to talk about getting transformationally visible? I think part of it is, you know, the group, um, it's a group, Transformational Visibility Academy is a group coaching program, essentially. It's coaching, but it's also, um, you know, action orientated. But part of being in a group of other women who are all stepping out simultaneously in different sectors, there's a real power in that. And there's a power in in hearing that we all have the same fears. and there's a very authentic, beautiful dialogue and communication that happens in, in, in our group. Um, so I think part of it is that, you know, being, being, not being alone, recognizing that your fears are that we all have them. Um, but actually the, I think the confidence comes in the, in the stepping, you know, it's, it's in taking the action and, and sort of deciding that, um, you love yourself enough to, um, yeah, to to honor to honor what what you're here to do. Um, it, for me, that's the ultimate self love. I can't think of many things worse than than sort of, you know, sitting with this this, this deep seated desire to to be of service to the world and have that fear of being judged hold us back. So I think it's a really bold act of self love to step out. Um, and also that shifting consciousness from from it being about us into something that is is of service to the whole. I think that really helps people. And often the projects that they're, they're I'm helping them to to birth um, through through our work together are, are are really incredible. They're changing lives. And I think once you start to see the impact of you sharing your gift on the lives of others, often people you know more in need. Um, there's a real power in that. And, and there's nothing like seeing your work improve and enhance and change lives to encourage you to keep going and to just, you know, shut off that, that kind of inner critic um, or fear of, of judgment because uh, it's bigger, isn't it? Yeah. Oh God, I totally agree with that because when you are connecting into who you are here to help, the difference that you can make in the world, that resolve that comes from the inside is super powered and that you can really use and build and use it as a solid foundation so that when you do have the wobbles when you're sharing your voice and doing it for the first time is daunting but when you're really tuned into the energy of who you're here to support and knowing it's like you're saying in the in in your academy that you've got this amazing community of people who are all here supporting and cheerleading each other and when you've got that around you that's another pillar of strength isn't it Mm. so you've got the people that you're here to help support you've got the people around you who are cheerleading you and supporting you and holding you accountable which is really really important as well Mm -hmm. and knowing that 
to be bold to be brave is to is your your complete form of self-expression you were talking there about when we sabotage and what that does to the self like that just makes me feel really sad that people are self-censoring they're self-muffling they're strangulating themselves because of fear of judgment of others which we can't do anything about anyway you know and then we're not fully expressing ourselves in the world so it's so vital isn't it regardless of what it is you're doing it's so vital that we all show up that we all we all communicate in a way that's going to help other people yeah yeah and 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 it's it's the it's i think the transformation is it the process it's who we become through the process of yeah no longer feeling that we need to dilute nor sensationalize what it is that we have to say because that's the other the flip side of the coin the idea that we need this really dramatic story in order to you know be worthy of being listened to and it's 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 a fallacy so you know who we who we become it through that process of stepping out is is what's so beautiful and, and transformative um yeah. on a personal level you know business aside you know business is just like the bonus stuff or that article in red magazine or you know ted talk that's 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 it's fun and it's you know sort of it feels nice on a very surface level but it's what opens up to us this bigger experience of life when we suddenly go hello world you know i'm here and this is what i have to say it's it's a trip it's great yeah <laughs> and we're all storytellers aren't we and that's essentially what we're doing we're sharing our story and it connects to other people's hearts like for example and this happens in every single aspect i was reaching out to somebody last week about the awakening and um, we got on a telephone call and it was i was i don't know why i just felt the need to share with this person why this event happens and i was sharing with her the story of losing mum to stress-related illness and within a heartbeat she said I completely get it because I lost my mum earlier this year in earlier last year and she started crying and she went I didn't I was I didn't mean to have this conversation with you I'm so sorry that I'm you know showing this emotion I was like please you we've got to talk you know if we don't do that then she was like I'm a mum of a three-year-old and I've got to work and la 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 and I was like but that's why the awakening is here so in a five minute conversation it doesn't like i say it doesn't have to be on yeah. a massive stage or a massive profile the difference you can make by sharing stories connects to somebody else's heart and it's what they need in that time isn't it so how do how do we harness the power of storytelling to become visible how do we harness the power of storytelling um it's a good question kate <laughs> how do we um well, I think it's first of all about um, there's a lovely exercise that I often have do in my retreats and things and and workshops, and it's just really simple and it's about um, it's creative and it's it's sitting back and thinking, okay, what are the moments in my life that have shaped me? And you know, you might illustrate those through um, a doodle or a drawing or just bullet points, whatever feels good to you, and. Yeah, really stepping back and just observing, you know, what what your your story is um, in terms of the moments that have been really pivotal within your life. And um, 
and yeah, I, I guess in a PR sense, you know, the next step would be to kind of put that into biog form. But essentially, I think it's really looking at yourself and your life and your experiences um, almost objectively and um, and not and, and resisting the temptation to, to dilute, but also honoring your boundaries. You know, it's not that you have to share everything and um, yeah, but then recognizing the value in 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 your own experiences and as you say just you know how that can touch support move another being um you know there's there's such beauty in that and and i think definitely speaking you know personally if i reflect on purpose that's what the book did for me it just opened up connection and 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 just yeah this beautiful new layer of of connection in my life through having shared my story without you know all of the armor surrounding it yeah and, and people I always talk about the fact that you know when we speak from heart we connect to heart we speak from soul we connect to soul we speak just from head in terms of well I think this is what people want and then there's no that you can't connect in that way so well can you and I guess that's what I really love about your work is helping other women to be able to do that and show up in their in a way in the most vulnerable authentic purpose-driven way to help other people to connect to them so I want to talk about public speaking because this is something that comes up again and again and again isn't it like one of the top three biggest fears <laughs> that we have aside from other things as well what do you say how do you help people get through a and i'm going to use again inverted finger waves a fear of public speaking um i just make them do it no um well i do i, I create the opportunities <laughs> just get up on that stage i don't care if you're gonna fall over <laughs> do it <laughs> i'm sure yeah, you're not like that jessica i know you that no, well <laughs> not quite like that but there is the you know the kind of head on facing it and you're part of a team so it's like we're doing it for the system we're doing it for each other as well um but there again it's that it's that same thing that it's shifting the perspective from you know oh what's everyone going to think of me to who who can I touch in the workshop or in the in the seminar you know in the TED today, who might I touch? Who might I, you know, whose life might I enhance by through my message? And just taking the the focus off ourselves, and um, you know that that work that's worked for me. And I think the more actually you drop into a, a confidence which stems from being who you are and speaking your truth which and it comes over time you know there's that moment that we're kind of edging out like the little lamb you know and or you know I, I liken it to being in a swimming pool and you've got nine fingers off the edge but there's one still clinging on and initially we're a little bit like that but the more that we start to swim out and just allow ourselves to be seen and heard there's a deeper level of confidence just from embodying our truth that starts to, to kick in and once you find yourself really in that space, I think the nerves dissipate. I honestly do because it's, it's no longer a performance, <laughs> you know, it's just a sharing. It's just a sharing. And sometimes the people in the audience 
you know, as they were for me a few months back, I did this corporate talk and it was kind of suited men with crossed arms who, you know, not my typical gig. And I did feel nerves, but the moment that I dropped into that, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to share my truth. You know, the fear, the fear goes away. Um, it's remar- It's a remarkable thing. Um, but to yeah. start, yeah, I think just thinking about, yeah. I agree. And I, I think that who needs to hear this today? How can I show up for that person who needs to hear this message today is so lovely because it just takes you out of your own self and puts you in their shoes doesn't it and it's it's an interesting one about um yeah i i really resonate with that story of the coming across people with their arms folded and the faces where you think oh god is this actually going in because that was always my biggest when i first started doing it my biggest thing was a fear i think it comes down to a fear of rejection essentially and people thinking that I'm boring or they know all of this stuff already or whatever it is. And one of the ex- the NLP exercises I found really, really useful to do was visualizing before I went on stage, the faces of the audience really engaging, being warm, smiling. So it was almost like mm. um, energetically imprinting that energy before I got onto the stage. And even when you come across, because the blank faces can be really disarming, Mm -hmm. is that knowing that within that blank face is somebody who really needs to hear it. And it's always those ones when you get on stage and like, oh my God, are they, are they, are they really engaging in this? It's always those ones where you have somebody coming up to you afterwards and go, oh my goodness, I really needed to hear this today. I'm feeling really emotional. I'm going to go home and talk to my wife or my partner or my family. I'm going to draw them a little bit closer. It's always in those moments, isn't it? That you always get somebody who really needed it, who comes across on the surface as not wanting to listen, but they really are and they're really engaging. Have you found that? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and Hey, I mean, I think not everyone is always going to get us. And I think that there's, that's part of, it's just the truth, isn't it? <laughs> kind of getting comfortable with that. We're not always going to have an audience full of people that really resonate with, because we're all in a different place on, on our, on our journey and, you know, seeing the world differently. It's, it's just part of, um, I remember talking about purpose at an event where, there was there were many many sort of 20 somethings and it was they had three women on the panel me in my 30s someone in their 20s and some in their 40s and the audience was sort of split between the three groups and the 20 somethings really weren't i don't want to generalize but they really weren't particularly interested in hearing about the power of presence or you know not living from um a life that's driven by ambition because generally you know when you are in your 20s you are driven by a desire to acquire and you know and reach and strike it's just the way it goes so you know I think and that's a a big generalization but I think so often we get to our sort of mid to late 30s and we shift into that we shift from ambition into meaning as as Wayne Dyer um called it so yeah not everyone is gonna is gonna love us and and that's also okay you know it takes nothing from us um so kind of yeah again just just being comfortable in 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 who we are and and what we have to say totally 
Uh, totally. And I, I think that's really important as a message to share because, you know, I've spoken from anything from really bored looking high school students who just did not want to be there and wow they were a tough audience Mm -hmm. through to people who just are you know eating up every single word and I always say right at the beginning of any single talk that you may not remember all of the words that I talk about but you will remember them when you most need them so it kind of doesn't matter you know you you speaking on that stage to 20 somethings I bet you in maybe 10 years time they will be like I remember Jessica talking about purpose and now I get it so sometimes it's not even because time is a construct right so and storytelling and messages transcend that time so whatever you're sharing it's kind of doesn't matter if you don't feel like it's the right audience there will be somebody that listens that needs that message at some point and it's yeah. the same whether you're speaking, isn't it? Or whether you're writing an Instagram post or yeah. regardless of whether you're getting the likes or the engagement, those are almost vanity metrics in some way, because there's always somebody that's going to be scrolling and seeing it and maybe not double tapping, but it's still gone in. The message has still gone in. So it's so important for us to show up, show up and show up again, isn't it? And also trying to retain, this is a work in progress for me, but trying to, you know, maintain an equilibrium where we are neither sort of overly boosted by the, you know, the um, standing ovation, nor, you know, sort of deflated by the stony faces trying to maintain you know our groundedness and centeredness irrespective of the response is a what is is really the, the most powerful um what's the word it's the most powerful uh sort of energetic frequency i think that we can re- retain because then it's not it's not about ego it's just our truth it's just our message and and we're not being driven by that desire for validation or that fear of rejection and it's a a practice isn't it (laughs) yeah and it's just reminded me of a meme that I used to share which is doing it for the cause not for the applause yeah it's it's so that isn't it oh my goodness chronics Kate chronics is is a Jamaican artist and he has a track called do it for the love not for the likes okay love it I'm going to check that out I'll I'll put the (laughs) sound uh the sound link or the song link onto the show notes here amazing so i could just talk to you all day jessica i really could i love it you're you're going to be at the awakening i'm so pleased that you're coming back again you came last year for the inaugural event and you had a room full of people and sharing your message and there was such a warm atmosphere around all of it so what are you going to be you're doing a transformational visibility workshop for the awakening this year can you tell us a bit more about what that what that engages what that entails yeah so I guess that it's it's really um sort of a little insight you know into um into the process of of um identifying our uh, owning our story um and identifying our thought leadership which is just a fancy pr term um i must come up with something that i that feels better but thought leadership is just really it's our sort of genius it's the stuff that you know that we know and we have to share and we should share um 
because you know once we we get really clear on on our our wisdom and how we can impart that you know then we are ready to to do just that then we can start to think about well, what does that look like how do i share that who do i share it with what are the platforms what are the audiences etc um, but it starts with often i think with with purpose-driven business owners it's it's where they struggle is just identifying um it's how they're talking about their, their their business or themselves that isn't engaging and connecting with the audience so yeah really helping people to um see themselves and their their message and story differently and, and, and for the power that it really holds. Yeah, and I think this is going to be such a great workshop for those people, well, for everyone, and because it's not necessarily about whether you have a business now this is about you connecting to your purpose and how that might be in your connecting to that in your inner business. It might be in your community. It might be how you show up in your social media. It could be in any way, couldn't it really? because it is a bigger message about expressing who we are as human beings and how we're here to Completely. Yeah. Our purpose. yeah, absolutely. Not just for, for business owners. It's, it's about, it all comes back to how can we be more of me, more of who we already are um, and stop kind of playing in our shadow. Apologies. If you can hear the Hoover in the background, I'm sorry. Kay. <laughs> That's all right. Just like, it's good to know you've got a clean hands, Jessica. <laughs> Um, so you've got the Transformational Visibility Academy that you are running at the moment and you, I understand you've got a couple of spaces still open for that is that right? I do indeed yeah I've got a couple of spaces and I am going to be closing it soon because um, yeah you and I were talking about just the need to kind of scale down and and relieve space so um, yeah I am yeah I guess it's uh, it's just for women um, women who are already in business or, you know, they don't have to be sort of, you know, well established, but they, they've already got their idea. They're clear on what it is that they want to share and they are ready to kind of um, embrace visibility and have 2020 be the year that they fully step out using the tools of um, national media coverage, podcast and public speaking. Brilliant. And where can people find out about that? It is all on my website, which is jessicahuey.com. Incredible. So go and have a look at the website if this is something that's calling to you. And Jess, you're on social media as well and all over the place with your wonderful visibility. Just before we go, because obviously so much of my work is centered around self-care and well-being, what does that mean for you at the moment? How are you showing up for your self-care right now? Well, it's, um, it's an ongoing process, but it's kind of non-negotiable um, practices. You know, it's my daily writing, my morning pages and my, my meditation twice a day and my um, discipline, I would say. Discipline, actually. You know, I think the deeper levels of self-care and self-love for me today are more about um, discipline. So, yeah, um, developing habits which um, mean that I don't exchange what I really want for what I want now. <laughs> does that make sense? Yes, I get it. I get it because it does. It does require us to to do that and create that space. And it's 
it's, it's the classic thing, isn't it? That the things that are good for us are often the things that we try and again self-sabotage from so making that space is super important but once the framework's there then you've got all of the time in the world to do and and even more energy on every single health level to be able to do it haven't you that's right yeah yeah oh jessica thank you so much for coming on to the show today like i say it's always such a joy to share you with the practical magic listeners and just generally to speak with you because i love you <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening to this week's practical magic podcast with myself and jessica huey i will be putting all of the show notes onto my website katetaylor.co forward slash podcast and you'll see them on the practical magic on itunes all that kind of good stuff I will be back next week with some more some more work about stepping out the shadows. I think this is a really great conversation to be having. And to find out more about The Awakening and Jessica's workshop, you can head over to www.awakeningfestival.co.uk. It's taking place on the 6th and 7th of June on the beautiful Isle of Wight. Literally can't wait to have you guys there. So if this is calling to you, please go over and book tickets today. Thank you for tuning in to the Practical Magic Podcast this week with me, Kate Taylor. If you do enjoy the shows, do head on over to iTunes and hit that subscribe button. That means that every time there's fresh Practical Magic content, it will get delivered straight to your devices. You do not need to do a thing. And if you have enjoyed this episode or any of the other previous episodes, do head over to iTunes, hit the old star ratings and maybe leave a little comment as well. It really helps to connect to other listeners out there who are in for a big, bold, beautiful life.